Whiteson. Wendy, Wendy. Exciting summer Friday afternoon. An odd day. Started to off differently today. today. I know. I try to mix it up. I try to keep people on their toes. Because if you're I not mean, on I your toes. I feel like every other episode has been. I was going to die. Right. Well, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. I know. Good point. I forgot to say it. You're listening to the bro pad. was got done on July 10th, 2020. Friday afternoon. Thank roasting. You all who are still here with us yes. after that. For those intro. of you, for those of you that have made sticking it around this far. Less than a minute uh, in. Congratulations. We know it's your all time long distance listening. Distance listening? Long anyway. All right. Distance listening. Friday afternoon. It's 99,000 degrees here in the Denver area. Not sure what it's like in Merlin, but it's actually 98. It's literally 98 in Aurora, Colorado right now. That's brutal. That's not fun. It's a chilly 90 here, I think. Maybe 80 or something. To be fair, the humidity here in Aurora, 8%. So higher in Maryland. I can imagine. Mid 30s, mid 40s? Probably 40s. Mm. Let me look. So while Todd's looking that up, on the ever-exciting internet. We tried to record last night, which would have been July 9th, but by around 8.30, 8.15, Todd had fallen asleep, and so recording was deemed impossible. Um, so we called an audible and decided to do a late afternoon recording for me and an early evening recording for Todd. It says 83 degrees. Okay. Humidity, whoa, 63%. Oh, doable. That's doable. <laughs> Uh, those aren't tears, guys. That's I think I think it rained earlier today. Oh, well, that's reasonable then. You're going to have high humidity post-rain. Can you feel it after the rain? Anyway, so last we left you, July 1st was the last time we spoke, or July 2nd. I can't remember exactly which night the show was recorded. I believe it was the 2nd. Now that I stopped to think about it. But well, last we left you, you were at the beach... So bring us up to speed. You guys came back from the beach. The kids are now back in South CAC. You're up in Maryland. What has the week been like sans children? Fine. Boring. Just been working. Living. Napping. My wife is obsessed with cleaning, so we've been cleaning a lot of shit up, which is my least favorite thing to do. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I haven't really done anything. I don't know. I think I broke my toe, though. Oh, boy. I feel like this has happened before. Like, in the time that we've been recording this podcast, I feel like you've broken your I, toe. Uh, so, one of the things I did probably Wednesday? Okay. Tuesday, maybe? Um, sure. My wife had purchased some jump ropes because one of her co-workers jumps, co-workers jumps rope. So, there is a... As we, we'll discuss YouTube later, but there's a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. called the jump road jump rope dudes or something like that okay um very fit gentlemen if you're uh if you're looking for some male eye candy those dudes are ripped i'm not um good for the female listeners for which there (laughs) might be one uh but they had some like they have a couple beginner workouts and i did one that was a five minute circuit they're like do this as many jump rope dudes is the name of their channel Okay. Uh, do as many, they're always pushing their jump ropes. They have some weighted jump ropes, very fancy. Of not course. what I have. I have a cheap. That's jump how you. Rope. That's how you monetize your YouTube fame. It's not just oh yeah. Clicks, I mean, they're constantly pushing their ropes. But anyway, yeah. sure. Um, 
So they have a five-minute circuit, and I did that. I probably could have done it twice, but I was pretty out of breath. Cause it, so you do you jump rope for like 30 seconds, then you do like jumping jacks, jump rope again, then you, you rest for like 10 seconds in between. I don't mm. remember. You do like some lunges, some squats, uh, yeah. what they call like um, – they're sort of like speed skating moves, but you're jumping from one foot to the other. It's like a balance thing. I saw another one that was 10 minutes long where they, you did like um, jumping jacks, push-ups, against squats, and you did it so twice. So it's a full-body workout, but it's yeah, centered yeah. around the jumping. It's centered around the, the – so every other thing you do is basically 30 it's seconds jump of jump roping. Okay. Um, Which is – by the way, I, I haven't done it in years, but I know is a very difficult yeah, it's, thing it's to do. it's quite intense. I know uh, we did it as kids, be. and it was nothing, but it can be – yeah, it can be quite the full-body workout. And they do it. They don't do the little half jump in between. They're just like, boop, 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 boop. I did not do that because I have not mastered that skill. That's sort of the way I think most people learn to jump rope. Like when I first jump roped, I would do just the single swing without the little bounce step in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to do it for longer, it's hard to keep that up. Yeah, like, it's higher intensity. Anyway, so I did that and my foot was kind of hurting. I think I like bumped it when I was sleeping on the couch at the beach but oh. after that it's been more intensely painful mm. so I either bruised it doing that i don't know if i did that but sometime around then it's it's been i'm been, i'm limping around i taped my toes together and then i untaped them tonight just to let it move around a little bit it hurts but i don't know it's not comfortable all right having still no idea how it actually happened and having no visual i can tell you you didn't break your toe no, you I don't know if it's broken. It's definitely bruised. Okay. It hurts. Well, that's that. That was my next question: is what does it look like? Like, is it mangled? Is no, it it's black? it's a little swollen. It's not black. Okay. Well, then you're fine. I I'm not worried about it. It's just going to take a week or something to to be back to normal. I think. Yeah. That it feels like I dropped something heavy on it, but I don't remember doing that. So. <clears throat> this is where I insert a joke about you dropped yourself on it. Um, so <laughs> not, not something that heavy. No, not, oh, nowhere near that heavy. Okay. Uh, the interesting, if you watch the jump rope dudes, they both, I guess, lost weight jumping rope mm-hmm. and eating better. But the first guy, I'm guessing he's six, two ish something. Okay. And he, he played football in high school or college. And he's like, you know, I was working out a lot, but I wasn't losing weight. And he's like, yeah. he's like, I started jump roping and I just, I'm doing it all the time. But he also like changed his diet. <laughs> he's like, sure. he sort of like puts that aside. He sort of credits everything to jump roping. But I, it seems like he lists his workout routine, and it's mostly jump roping for about thirty minutes. He he only lifts weights like once a week, and then he does some other like body weight exercises. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. You see those infomercials with like the ab blaster type machines. And there are these fitness models that have, you know, 12 packs. They clearly didn't get that just from doing the ab blaster. It's the same concept. Like, he has to acknowledge. Yeah, well, but I mean, jumping I rope think helps, jump, but... jump roping is a little, again, they have, like, weighted ropes, which offer more resistance and you get a better feel, according to him. He also does, like, tricks, like double right. unders and shit. I'm learning all kinds of stupid stuff about jump roping. But, uh, I can imagine. Uh, I think that is a, a primary piece of his sort of cardio part. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, it, it is like a more intense and 
they don't really like they don't jump high for the most part. It's like just a little sort of lift of your foot. Sure. And um, yeah, I don't know. So, so I figured it, it was worth a try, but I have not done it again since I hurt myself doing it the first time. Right. Actually. Right. <laughs> so Anne got you these ropes in the hopes that this was an exercise routine that you two could do jointly. Uh, I don't know. She she has yet to really do them. Our our kids have been using them more, but one of her coworkers jumps like they the kind she got have a little counter on them, and I think they mm-hmm. do like a thousand jumps a day or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is a lot. But anyway. it is a lot. But I I think if you're doing it the way you were describing, like the one knee and a two knee and like the, with the jump in between. Yeah, it's, it's definitely doable. It's not I that mean, bad. for a normal yeah. person, not not for me, maybe, but. I mean, I could, could get do, there within a week yeah. or two, I think. You could do a couple hundred at a clip and, you know, do it in the morning, do it midday, do it evening, that sort of thing. So, um, And it is, like, if you are doing it five or ten minutes at a time, it's not a huge mm-hmm. time investment. And you don't yeah. really need a lot of space. Right. Um, you could, I wouldn't do it inside, but you could theoretically do it inside. Sure. And if you were to do it inside, you wouldn't necessarily be sweating so you could do it in the same clothes you were wearing for whatever else you were doing just working i guess um i think if you're doing it right you're probably sweating yeah i know you're supposed to but if you're in 150 200 at a time you might not get to the point of sweating but okay well that's interesting so you're you're including that in with the other lifestyle changes you're making the fasting yeah the intermittent fasting as an example and even though it's last on the list let's go right to it <laughs> Give us the intermittent fasting update. Hopefully you're able to read this in time to actually have some figures for us, which you always conveniently seem to not have. on. Uh, I weighed myself the other day and I was still down the initial four pounds. I've not lost any more weight. So, but I had gained back. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure how accurate my scale is because if you sort of like, if you stand on it, one thing, it gives you a number. And then if you just kind of settle in, it goes up a little bit. So I don't know if is the first a, time I get I got the quick read and my weight has not changed at all, or is it a spring scale or is it digital? It's spring. Right? Spring. It's a spring scale. Yeah, those are like that. You just shift your body weight a little bit. I mean, digital <laughs> is like that too, but you can actually see it happening with the spring scale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you, well, you don't have to. I, I'm trying to do one. it the same in the same like let it settle. So we'll see. Again, right. I have a baseline. It's, it's one of those two numbers. Maybe I lost some weight. Maybe okay. I didn't. But it has to continue to go down for it to be any sort of measurable decrease. Are you, are you weighing at the same time every, like the same uh, time I'm of day? I'm trying like to morning? weigh Friday mornings. Okay. Did I weigh this Friday morning? No, because I weighed. No, you did not. Like yesterday or the day before. But I have, along with the uh, the fasting app, I think I might have told you, it has a, a weigh-in feature that you can set to remind you. Yeah. And I have oh. it once a week, Friday mornings. Nice. Um, but I don't yeah, know, that, so I didn't do that. That's, that's important, though, because I, I like, as an example, I, I ran this morning. I weighed myself after I got back from the run, before I ate, and after I'd taken a shit. And I was at the lowest <laughs> weight I'd been at in, like... 100 pounds. <laughs> six weeks. No, it wasn't 100 pounds. But, but, like, just three nights ago, before I got in the shower, I weighed myself, but I'd run... At, in the evening, Wait, and, this was, was, and this was the after difference between the two weights. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So I, I guess it was Tuesday night. I'd run in the evening. I'd eaten dinner and then I was showering and I was like 145, 146. This morning I was under 142. So it was like a four pound difference just because quite, I'd quite a taken a shit 
and not eating breakfast, you know. So it makes a big difference is my point. I thought about doing that weighing myself the other day after I had used the restroom, but I did not do it. You thought about doing that just to see the difference in your overall weight, though, which <laughs> just is disgusting. Just to see if, like, it dropped me down a couple pounds. Was was the bowel movement that extreme that you really thought it was no, going to be No, I just was like, huh, I wonder how much that weighs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't weigh it before. I was just I just thought about it. Like, you mentioned weighing yourself after you'd gone to the bathroom. I thought about it, like, yes. oh, I just went to the bathroom. I wonder if I weigh myself now. It'll be oh, a different Lord. number than when I weighed myself the other day, which yeah. was at the beginning of the day. So maybe not. I don't know. Sure. Makes a big difference. And I mean, obviously you're supposed to do it just in your underwear or naked or whatever, but clothes surprisingly make a, a big difference as well. I've weighed myself with clothes on before a few times in the past and it's like, why am I walking around with eight, eight pounds of clothes? This doesn't make any sense. I feel like sense. my clothes are usually like a two pound plus minus. Yeah, I know. I'm it's exaggerating with eight, deal. but yeah, two or three, but that makes a difference if you're, tr- if you're yeah, tracking yeah. every week, you know, again, you be consistent. It, it needs to be trending in a direction, sort of like the number of coronavirus cases and deaths going way up in the United States. Correct. I want my weight to be going on some sort of curve downward, hopefully. You, you want your weight to be the inverse of the current U.S. Yeah. coronavirus. Man, I'll weigh 120 pounds in like two weeks. Yeah. That'd be amazing. It's a fucking straight mm-hmm. line up right now in the U.S. Let's hope not. Let's hope it, uh, it turns around. But yes, current. Uh, we're going to need more than hope. scale. Okay. Um, wear a mask. How about that? That's good. Stay home if you don't have to go anywhere. Um, Just talking about that. I, yeah, sure. I think we're going to go back into quarantine in most places pretty soon. I mean, it's already kind of starting in a lot of states. Um, you know, South Carolina, I think, announced today or yesterday that this is their version of closing. They're closing. They're they're forcing bars to close at 11 p.m. or they can't serve alcohol after 11 p.m., which is basically... Yeah, they closed the bar. bars in Florida. Yeah. Which I'm so like, I, why the fuck are people at bars indoors? Yeah, that should definitely not be happening. I can't believe that was allowed to begin with. But I feel like those states, your Florida's, Texas, California, Georgia, Arizona, those states need to take a little more drastic measures than, you know, yeah. doing curfews and things of that sort, like going back to full quarantine. I mean, if you, again, if you look at the chart to what, to your point a second ago, look what happened when we went in full quarantine. We, it took a while, but we slowly started seeing the cases go down. And then what happened in mid June, early June, a lot of places had started reopening and the cases spiked. Now, again, as we've talked about, I don't want to just repeat ourselves over and over. Yes, we're testing a lot more. That does lead to more cases, but you also cannot... Oh. Don't discount. that bullshit line. That has it's very just, little to do with it. I'm not saying I'm not saying how much it has to do with it, but it's facts. And we've talked about this before. If we were doing 50,000 tests a day in May and we're doing 500,000 tests a day here in July, or we're going to have higher numbers. No one knows if it's true or not. Do you know if it's true? How many tests we're doing in May? Do you know? Uh, how I many don't tests know. are we doing I, now? I, there is a number of how many tests we're doing now. I saw it earlier. Let me see if I can find it. And there are several sites. There are several sites where they show those sorts of statistics by state. I've never seen it nationally, but there's um, COVID19.healthdata.org has a lot of, here we go. It has the testing numbers. Now I'm currently looking at Nevada and Nevada starting in mid-May leading to June was doing, according to these numbers, who knows how accurate they are but was doing like four and five times more tests than they were doing in April and early May. So 
I'm assuming if I looked at other states, I'd see similar numbers. But the point is, again, I'm not saying it's bullshit. I agree there are more cases. And it's clear because more people are out there doing their thing. I mean, Florida is a clusterfuck right now. Disney World opened today, I believe, or yesterday. Yeah, bad idea. Which kind, of, which kind of blows my mind. Although I do have Disney stock, so I do hope that it goes well for them. Same thing with the NBA. Hope the NBA playoffs go out without a hitch because that will also help my Disney stock. But that's besides so the So uh, the testing rate that on the New York Times they have, um, how much are we doing to mitigate the spread of the virus? Mm-hmm. Um, and they they say right now the United States is at 39% of the level considered necessary to mitigate the spread of the virus. It doesn't have a – and that's up, so – I don't understand. So you said, the, hang on, say that again. You said the testing rate. So I guess there's a number that they say you need to test at a rate per 100,000 people. And okay. we're testing at 39% of that. This says... Of that number. Okay. Uh, an average of three 634,000 people were, per day were tested over the past week. Okay. Far below the current nationwide target of 1.6 million daily tests. The target, which is based on a methodology developed by researchers at Harvard <coughs> Global Health Institute, is different for each state and varies over time of as course. infection rates change. Sure. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Again, all well and good. I don't disagree. But again, looking at this COVID19.healthdata.org website, on May 1st, there was an observed total of 250,000 tests on July 1st, there was, there was an observed total of 576,000, leading towards that 600K plus number. So twice so, as much. But you can more easily test much. the positive rate, and it's gone way, like, the number of positive cases, if it were the Correct. same, should be double, right? Yes. If there's double the tests, yes. So that's a pretty easy thing to cancel out. So don't bring that bullshit. We're testing more. That's why we have more cases. I'm just saying mathematically, which I know you're not, you don't excel at. No, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that's a, like a piece of propaganda that the current administration is using. And that's not why I'm saying it. I'm just looking at this graph and I'm saying we have a higher rate of new cases. And here's the other thing. Here's the reality. And this is why it's so scary is that, okay, so let me give you exact numbers. And this is the, the website we've used on this show multiple times. Past couple days, we've been averaging somewhere between 50 and 60,000 new cases a day. Again, I'm just saying part of the reason that number is higher is because there's probably 20 times that many people out there that have it. We're just now finding them more. So it doesn't matter how many tests are done, what this chart shows, what that chart shows. The reality is in the population of 300 million people, there are still millions of people that have it that aren't even accounted for in any graph that we're talking about. And that's why all these that's places we opening need more up. testing. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, all these places opening up. To get a more up, accurate these... number. I agree with right. you. And, again, the saying, other scary like thing. The, this idea that cases are only increasing because we're doing more testing is, is not true. Right. And, again, I'm not saying that's the case. Because the positive rate, you can easily track. Another mathematical calculation. Another mathematical calculation. But there's just so much unknown. I'm referring to the millions of people that we still don't even know about. And here's the other but thing. But that would only push the rate up higher. Of course. And. Well, maybe not, actually. It may not matter. Yeah, that's not true. It, it won't matter. Because 
there could it be. It shouldn't matter. It depends. I mean, it's hard to know if we're testing in the right places. Right. I mean, we could be oversampling areas, Possible. but it seems like the testing is widespread enough. So they they list areas which By are state, yes. behind and which ones are ahead. Surprisingly, the most of the places that are behind on their testing are the ones that have super high rates, Arizona, South Carolina, Florida. Yeah. yeah. So their testing target is or their testing towards that target is way under. They're at Arizona's at 10% of what they should be testing. And this is equivalent to that 39% that 39 number that you mentioned earlier, right? The per 100,000. Yeah, this is okay. I'm trying to get the nationwide target of 1.6 million daily tests. So that says right. <clears throat> the the it's developed by a methodology of Harvard Global Health. It's different for each state and varies as infe- infection rate changes. Mm. But the positive test rate for the United States is 8%. Um, with 12% or 12, I guess 12 people per 100,000. That seems low, but anyway. Um, Arizona, the positive test rate right now is 27%. Mm. So... That may be a self-sampling, like people are going... We're not testing people that are asymptomatic, clearly. We're only testing sure. people that think they have it. Of course. Which sort of makes sense. Right. Um, but that's, so that's the thing. I, if so, that's the case, if you test more people, we're probably going to have more negatives. Like right. the percentage will come down. If you're testing someone like you, who I assume <laughs> believes that you don't have it, then yeah, that'll be a negative test. And, and people like you that are like, all right, I'll come test, but I'm telling you... I feel fine, but there's also the asymptomatics that are also yeah, just yeah. like you that feel fine, and we don't know what that number is. That's my point. There could be 10 million of each, so it may cancel it out. Um, well, hopefully, it's more than 10 million of negative tests. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> of the 300 million, I'm, I'm not using that. I'm just saying we're sampling uh, large groups of people. Let's say 20 million people show up at the hospital tomorrow. Hopefully, it's well. Hopefully, it's. 19.9 so this report again it says 34 states of the 50 are far below the target with only 12 states meeting the target and five right. near and About i bet 11 you states in dc is one of the 12 i so bet I you of the 12 states also included are like montana and north dakota states yes. where they test five people it's like well, it's all interesting right. because we like new jersey is meeting the the test rate D.C. and New York, Massachusetts, but then you also have Montana, yeah. Kansas, West Virginia. I, it, doesn't re- it doesn't really correlate to population. I mean, the no. New York, New Jersey, that doesn't Mass- surprise me at all. Massachusetts all sort of lines up because that's where it was going fucking nuts. Yeah, they've been testing since day one. I mean, they were testing on March 1st. They were testing 20,000 people a day. But places Curtis. with previous surges like... Yeah. Oregon, Washington State are are both. They're at like sixty percent of what they should be. Maryland, the state I live, is at fifty one. Colorado is at about fifty percent too. So, okay, it's really just well, the dummies down in the south, honestly, <laughs> that are way behind. Did you say the I mean, dumps the top or the 10, dummies? I said the dummies. Top uh, ten is Arizona, Mississippi, South Carolina, Florida, Alabama, Texas, Georgia, Nevada, or Nevada, as they say. And then Utah. So with the, with the exception of Utah, it just sounded like you're reading like the top 10 lowest BSAP scores from the, <laughs> from the early 90s. I don't, I don't know if Arizona... Well, maybe. I mean, fuck knows. Yeah, I don't know. 
I just feel like that's the case. But yeah, Mississippi, Alabama, like the whole the Gulf Coast there. Most of the top um, 10 is hovering at around 33% or lower mm. of, of hitting the target. Oh, that's, oh, I see. That's the top 10. That's or you, the bottom 10. I mean, okay, the bottom 10. Yeah. Okay, the, the, yeah. I was about to say, didn't you say we we're supposed to be hitting 60 in our top 10 or averaging 30? That's not good. I see. So it's weird. Some of the ones that are at the target rate, it says percentage of testing target. Hawaii has 602%. Wow. So I guess they're way over the target. I don't know. People are testing multiple times? This doesn't quite make sense. Well, it's the target, so it's not the number of tests. I know, I know, I know. Or tests per people. It's like they should be testing 100 people, and they're testing 600 people. 600, yeah. Or 602 people. So... Here's the other thing, though, that a lot of people don't... Well, I mean, it's been talked about, but I feel like it doesn't get enough enough airtime. As I've mentioned on this podcast in the past couple of weeks, or in the past, I should say, I feel like I had it. Back in February, I think I had it. And... Oh, yeah. For a while, I felt good about that. I was like, okay, I made it through. Now I should be safe. But now they're saying, and it depends on who you listen to, obviously, but... I have heard multiple reports that say that that does not necessarily mean that you are immune to getting it again. So yeah, we've talked about this before. There's yeah. So there's if that's no true, there's no evidence that it keeps. I don't think there's evidence that you can definitely get it again, but they don't have any proof right. that you can't get it. That again. you can't. Yeah. So it's like, and I, I know we talked about this just a week or two ago. Like I'm as soon as it's safe, I'm ready, willing, and able to go to the hospital and be tested for the antibodies or you know whatever test it is to. Where they can Don't check get that you test. To see if... It's useless. Okay. Oh, I watched a 60 Minutes thing that said it, it may have some value. But now the we'll 60 see. Minutes thing basically said it's useless. And my wife, who works for a company that has made that test, mm-hmm. their scientists are telling she them. She said it's useless? <laughs> no. She, uh, well, they, they took their test off the market because they it didn't, it didn't meet didn't the rate the of effectiveness that they felt comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And there are tons of tests out there. And uh, they, she's basically like, all the people, all the scientists that I work with are like, don't bother because, a, the tests aren't accurate. You don't know who made your test. Like you can't right. choose. Like I want, I want this super yeah, accurate yeah. test. Some of yeah. them are accurate, <laughs> of but you don't know what you're getting. And as we just talked about, it even if you've had it, it doesn't mean you can't get it again. So the information is kind of fucking useless. Who cares right. if you had it before? Well, but no, as I talked about a few weeks ago, if I could then donate plasma, if that is effective, if they can oh, utilize yeah, yeah. that plasma to create something that'll help people that are in a bad spot, you know. Is is that? I've, I've not heard that. Is that something I, you can do? I've heard even less about that. I mean, I talk about the antibody thing, not hearing much about that. I've, I've heard even less about the, you know, putting together a, a serum of some sort. Wait, why, why plasma? Is that something you do in other diseases? You just give people plasma? I don't know. It's a good point. <laughs> so you're just making that shit up? No, no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not making it up. That, that's what I've heard. When I first heard about it, they were like, you can donate plasma. They will utilize the... Pl-. If you're watching, if you're truly a 60-minute fan as I am... I'm not. I'm not. They did... Okay. Well, they did do an episode, or they did do a story about that, about they, they talked to people who had donated their plasma. So, again, why it's plasma and not blood, I'm not even close enough to a, a medical expert to talk about that. Okay. So Red Cross they, says you can donate plasma... Um, you have there to you meet go. a lot of requirements. You have to have a verified diagnosis of COVID-19 and okay. be fully recovered. 
obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't give us your dirty plasma. <laughs> Don't come into our bus. Get out of here, asshole. Always with the buses. So the plasma, I guess, gives you the white blood cells, which can and antibodies, which can help fight the infection. Sure. Sounds good. So anyway, one day, one day we might do that. Um, circling back to your point about, um, you're talking about things shutting down again. I was talking to one of the people I work with who lives in Atlanta and he said his wife works for Home Depot and Home Depot was talking about extending their closure, like their mandatory work from home until February or March of next year. So it's, this it's is, interesting this to is see a corporate person, obviously not yeah, someone working in the store. Yeah. Yes, corporate. Um, so it's interesting to see large corporations. I like the people that I, I've seen at Home Depot working there. I've not. No. I don't think they're working from home. She, his wife doesn't work in the lumber department. She, <laughs> they live in Atlanta. She works in the corporate. That's that's where Home Depot's uh, house. But um, so yeah, I mean that would be if large companies started started making that move. I know the the tech companies, Twitter and. Facebook and Microsoft have. Again, oh, I mean, again, my wife's company. They're they've already told them they're not going back till next year. Yeah, well, our that's, company that's, is that's supposed mine. to go back in September. But if this number, if this rate keeps rising, I would assume we will not be going back in September. That's sort of yeah. the plan. Yeah, but Maryland, yeah, Maryland had. Maryland's in this. They're in this sort of okay. Like yeah, it's just starting to creep up, but um, yeah. I think it's because not all the Southerners have come up here yet. <laughs> not all the Southerners have come up here yet. Well, that's where <clears> the <throat> cases are spiking. That that wave is going to rise from from you the think southern gonna... states. Oh, oh, oh. I Those thought you literally gonna, like they're going to cross borders and stuff as they travel. Right, as, right, right. As dummies like us go to the South for vacation. I was and about to come say, back to hey, Maryland, they're going to hey, bring hey, that jackass. shit. <laughs> bring that shit in. The hypothetical bell is ringing. Um, I thought you literally meant like at like people snowbird from Florida up to Maryland. I'm like, no, they don't. I mean, maybe the Maine. But not no, I mean, I think it's the other way. I think they'll they'll go to people go from Maryland to Florida to in the winter time. Yeah, uh, but we're in the summer. That's why I was confused. I was like, no one's coming up now. They would have no, no, left no. six weeks ago. First of all, oh, second of all, no one's stopping in no, Maryland. No, no, no. I, I didn't. I just meant like traveling as people are. I understand. Fucking insane from being at home. They're like, I gotta go on vacation somewhere. Right. Let's go to the place where it's a hotbed, and then we'll just go back and bring the case. Like it doesn't take much. I'm pretty much there now myself, so I understand. Um, Okay. So, speaking of New York, let's completely transition now to one of the two topics I have on here, which I gave you five minutes to think about. So hopefully you'll have some memory and be able to talk about this. I acquired a free week-long pass on Amazon Prime to the... M- they had some MTV package. They had a bunch of old shows, like... Wait, it's not part of Amazon Prime? You can get you some think? stuff for free, but for the most part, no. You had to pay, and it's like five ninety nine a month, but I got a free week trial. Obviously canceled yeah, it last night. I didn't night. know that Amazon had this, like, extra thing you could add on to it, to Prime Video. Why not? I'm sure they have it for all sorts of stuff. I just have I mean, it on the MTV. I know, like, um, Hulu, you can, like, add on HBO or Showtime. Yep. But yep. I, I was not aware. That, I know you can rent shit on Amazon, but I didn't know you could, sure. like, add channels, basically. Anyway, sorry. That's essentially what it was. So, anyway, so because my wife had not seen these early, early seasons. Oh, the show, really? 
I decide she's seen from like, I don't know, season 18 forward or up to like 33 now, but she had been certainly not seen the first, the the early years. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I explained her. And she now agrees. But we watched over the past week or so, we watched Real World seasons one and two. She's she's like, these people look more like normal people and they're not all like drunk douchebags and sluts. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Sluts and whores. That's correct. Um, but yeah, so male, real, male and female. That's not a gender specific. Yeah, no, one hundred percent male and female. <laughs> nowadays, that's the only reason they come on is to hook up. Um, but the real world season one was in New York City, and it again, if anyone has seen any of the real worlds in the past decade, as Todd was describing, it looks very different. Than yeah, I imagine it was unrecognizable season. to someone who had not seen the for sure the first few. So, it's the, just it was it was. It was interesting for a number of reasons, but first of all, how, like how poorly edited, and like they didn't try to thread storylines. There were a lot of like non sequitur scenes that they just kind of showed. Um, yeah, but once I got past that, as a, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, like it was probably like I don't know, season four or five. Oh, I can I tell like, you. What's your question? I feel like London is when they four. first got a job or something. Like in in the first seasons, they had their own jobs. They weren't like, right. there was no bullshit goal or anything. I, I haven't watched Correct. it in 10 or 15 years. I stopped watching a long time ago. Good choice. I think around the Vegas Trishel season. Is the first the Vegas Trishel. That's, I was about to say, that's ex- you were talking about sluts and whores. That's exactly when the show took that turn. Yeah, was Vegas. I was like, yeah, I don't need to watch this show anymore. First of all, I'm getting too old to watch this. I was probably like definitely in my 30s. later 20s maybe or mid 20s yeah. i don't know and i was just like i don't care about this anymore and in when the first season of new Wor- uh, real world came out there was no other reality tv so it wasn't correct it was a, a novel concept it wasn't like yes oh there's 27 other bullshit shows like this on netflix which didn't exist or any yes. streaming service also true 100 percent true there were the, the whole concept of the reality game show or dating show did not exist either survivor hadn't started yeah, nobody on the first season of Real World was like, I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> They're they like, oh, yeah, I experience. actually want to make friends. I'm, I want to meet some new people. This seems like it could be cool. But one of the interesting, I mean, there are a lot of interesting things going back and watching it. First of all, just the fashion, the the lack of technology, <laughs> like all that stuff is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. No cell phones. No, no cell phones. They had a, people they had... leaving messages and like not yeah. writing them down, probably. Call waiting. There was call waiting <laughs> in that show. Um but no, it was the the reality of, of, of real world season one is that that I I guess just didn't really pay attention to because I was quite young when it came out. Is five of the seven people already lived in New York City? Like, oh yeah. Uh, Julie came from Alabama. She was like the eye candy of that season. But was like she? Eric Nice, I'm grasping at straw. If you had to have one, I mean, I I feel like that season they that's what I'm saying. They weren't tr- like. They clearly weren't like looking for the no, no, most. No. Be- not that she's unattractive or anything, but they weren't right. looking for like wannabe like reality stars because that no, because that wasn't a thing. They, they looked. For, yeah. She was like nineteen or something. Yeah, it's exactly right. She was nineteen. She was from Al- and then was there like another person from like L.A. or something? No, there was uh, Norman who was from Detroit, but I think he lived in New York too. Like everyone, Eric Nice, who was the breakout star, who it went was on Norman, the Norman like the show. a writer. The Norman was a painter, guy? tall white guy. He was a painter. Uh. So you had Norman, you had Heather B, 
the rapping. Like, uh, yeah, Yo MTV raps later. Yeah, the like, yeah yes, she actually still hosts a show on on Sirius, so she's had a pretty successful career. You had Andre, who was like the rocker. He was also from Detroit, but he lived in New York for a couple of years. Andre, he moved there with his band. I remember him? He, yeah, he was. Oh, he was super quiet, forgiving. long hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was totally like Soundgarden, Pearl, like yeah, yeah. The whole I mean, scene. Was, I mean, this is '92. Time '92, yeah. Yeah, he was fully into that. Um, you had Becky, who was just kind of like a, I don't know, she was kind of a weirdo. Um, she was kind of in, into the arts as well. Um, and then, of course, you had Kevin. And the Kevin-Julie fight, as I was explaining to my wife as we were watching the episode, the Kevin-Julie Kevin discussion about race, I think, is what put the show on the map. Personally. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, season two had the whole... David and Tammy thing where David tried to pull the covers off of Tammy. We'll get to that in a second. But I think oh, I that thinking, scene, I forgot that was season. I thought season two was the San Francisco, but season two was LA. No, I guess season two was LA. Three was San Francisco. Don't, don't get ahead of me. But sorry, the, sorry. The Julie, to, so, I have not I watched real world season one since 92. So it's been just, a minute. And I just binged it in the last six days. <laughs> um, but the, uh, but yeah, Kevin was like, uh, he's like, he was a writer for, um, like Rolling Stone, like he was a legit writer. He's, I mean, he's, he's published also a, poet. a bunch of books and stuff since then. Yeah, he's, yeah, 11 books. And he's, he's published 11 books. He was writing articles and continued to write articles after the fact. Correct. He also has run for, I think, city council or something three times and did not get elected. <laughs> not not been times. successful. Yeah, not a successful uh, politician. But anyway, but yeah, he was like, he was very... You know, uh, he was he was strong in his opinions, and I think he just saw Julie as this Southern bumpkin who didn't understand things. And to her credit, they went out and they they had it out right there on the sidewalk. And that, I, I mean, when I think about that season, that's the only thing I remember. I mean, until like recently, we watched rewatched the entire show, obviously, but that's what? the only scene that I can remember. But weren't uh, what was her name, Julie? Julie, yes. Julie and Eric, weren't they like sort of dating a little bit or like no. flirting around dating? I, I mean, they, they were flirt. No, they were flirtatious a little bit. But... Maybe not dating, but I there was like some. Oh, yeah. It's episode two, Julie and Eric. Could it be love? Yeah, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not love. <laughs> it never it never would have been either. Um, I feel like yeah, Becky was, was like. In my mind, I remember his, mm-hmm. her as like bisexual, but I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think so. I think she was again. What do they call this it is, yeah, I know, thirty year old over memories. twenty years, almost thirty years ago. So, God, that's I think, crazy. I think she did describe herself as is it trans? Not, <laughs> not transsexual. I legitimately just did not say the right word. There's some word that people use that they're like they love. They're a lover of everything. Oh yeah, they love men. They love women. They love. It's like usually unis- bisexual. Unisexual. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah, it's anyway, not. I just remember, like, like again, that I remember her. Like you said, she was kind of an arty person, but they all, most of them were, other than Julie yeah. and. Yeah, really, Julie. She was the only one who didn't feel like she. Yeah. Really knew, lived in New York or could live. She in did New dance. York. She was she definitely was the fish out of water. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, does she want to talk about the real? World? <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about the real world? My wife is interrupting our podcast. Uh, I have no idea. Okay, thank you. 
Bye. What was that? She <laughs> said the girl from Seattle was an alcoholic, Ruthie. But I think that was oh. Hawaii. Wasn't Ruthie on Hawaii? Ruthie was not Seattle. Yeah, that was that was Hawaii, I think. Seattle, Seattle was the, uh, the, uh, the girl Lyme with disease. Lyme's disease. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing about that, but that was such a... I, I don't. I, I've not rewatched it. I remember it being the stupid, stupidest storyline like ever. The worst. It seemed like she did not have Lyme disease. Like she made that up, <clears throat> because right. Lyme disease was, was sort of in the news at the time. But sure, maybe she did. And if she did, I apologize if she were to listen to this. I'm not trying to make fun of you. I just remember at the time while watching it, I was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." <laughs> and nice I think that it? was not long before. Uh, we got to New Orleans or Vegas where I was Vegas. like, I can't watch this show anymore. Yeah, Vegas was 02. Vegas was 2002 <clears throat> with the world famous Trichelle. Um When was Seattle? Yeah, Seattle was 98. That was season yeah. seven. I guess that's four years prior. Anyway. It, it's... So anyway, <clears throat> so, um, so I, I, we finished watching one. We went on to two because those were the only two super old ones that were available. They didn't. Amazon Prime didn't even with even with my six dollar a month subscription they didn't have San Francisco and I have looked on the internet I can't find anywhere that is streaming the San Francisco season which as much as I said the Kevin and Julie conversation kind of put the real world on the map and the Tammy and David fight in L.A. was another very pivotal scene in that show's history I think the San Francisco season is what made it the breakout hit that it is the fact there's thirty three fucking seasons that they've done of this show. The whole Puck Pedro yeah, thing was I, I just agree. a dynamic that like really pulled people in. Puck and Pedro for sure. I thought you said fuck Pedro, but no. <laughs> the yes, the wow. Puck Pedro. Well, I was it's like, that's, a, that's a bold opinion to take. Um, yeah. The uh, <laughs> that one for sure felt like a uh, a big. It was huge. I know you're looking to see if you can find I'm a looking to see if you can stream anywhere. Streaming. It doesn't look like you can. I'm telling you, I I did weird. the research because. Because I was like, oh, great. When I, when I saw the Amazon Prime thing, I was like, well, watch one and two, and then I'll introduce her to three, and then we can stop watching. Because once you get to London, it really takes a nosedive. London was just the most boring season, is yeah. my, my recollection. I, I honestly, do I don't remember or care about any of the people on. I just remember Jacinda was like that Australian model, and I was like, all right, she's pretty cute. But that was it. <laughs> like, that was the only thing happening. <laughs> I just remember there was the one girl who was like a jazz singer, the one woman, and she like was always drinking tea to protect her vocal cords. And then there was the other guy that was... Oh, yeah. Cat. Um, Cat was her name. Her name was Cat? I yeah. do not remember that. But um, there was that guy with, like, spiky hair that was sort of, like... From the UK. Controversial yep. in some way. But I don't, I don't remember anything about him, really, or anyone else on that show. Yeah. His name was Neil. Neil, yeah. Yeah. He was a nerd. Um, but, yeah, I mean, after London, Miami was very forgettable. It had Flora, who was just an obnoxious ass of a person. Oh, yeah, that's. But then, I, I mean, maybe it was after season three. They're like, oh, Pedro and Puck, like Puck, uh, sort of signed up to be an asshole, and they're like, oh, yes, we need this kind of character. We need on the one show. in every so season. Correct. People are like, I can do that. They succeeded. Right. If that was, if that I would, I want to, I want to be someone who people pay attention to, even though I'm super annoying. Right. Right. Um, but no, then the the one where they started doing the job like you were saying, where they had to work together, was Boston, season six, after Miami. Um, they had, I forget where the job was. Didn't they work at a radio station or something? Maybe that was Seattle. That probably was Seattle. Oh, um, yeah, because they worked oh, at the an, end. Yeah, it was an after-school program. 
that they had to work at. That was that was the first time they tried that, and they did that. Seattle was the next year. I, don't, I can't remember what they did in Hawaii, but then there was New Orleans. They went back to New York. They they did the job thing for a while. I think even in Vegas they had a job, but also in Vegas they all became alcoholics. Didn't they work like at it, the casino or something? Yeah, I think they did. It was it was it was all a big commercial for the the Palms Casino because the Palms was still relatively new at that point. Um, but yeah, they they did that for a while, and then it just I don't know it became stupid. Like why make them work? They even did it in Portland. I think they had to work at a like a restaurant or a bar, as I recall. Um, never, I didn't, I didn't make it that far. I never you didn't watched make it that Portland far. Season. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Portland was pretty late in the game. Portland was 2013. So not I, a big I moved on. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, I watched the LA season, which again, it's weird is, that they must not like the people, sorry, I'm, I'm still looking for real world season three. They must not have agreed to. Why? The, rebroadcast i don't know i it seems like the they would have been own, like the people don't own rights to it Viacom that's what i'm owns saying like what well why would it not be on tv i have no idea everything's on tv i know you would think you would think it would be available um i mean london i can understand because nobody wants to watch it but <laughs> <laughs> valid point that is a terrible one um but yeah the the um the la cast was was probably best known for the fact that two of their members, well, one got kicked out and then, uh, oh, Irene, yeah. I forgot about that. yeah, they kicked David out after he quote unquote, David, the quote unquote rapist was kicked out because he was a comedian, he, right? And yeah. Then they brought in the, the cop lady. No, the cop lady was already there. She left midway through cause she got married and she was replaced by Beth. A Beth S was already there, but Beth a came in. Beth A was from Portland. She was definitely bisexual. She had like short hair, kind of a, a buzz cut, essentially. Um, she was I kind of a, her. a weirdo. She was quiet. And then when David got kicked out, they brought in Glenn, who was also typical 93 guy, had the haircut you had your junior year of high school, was in a band called Perch, which was kind of terrible. Oh, was he was the, the, the vocalist. Scene. I'm not a singer. I'm yes. a vocalist. <laughs> yes. Exactly Wait, he didn't right. come until later? He wasn't part of the original cast? No, he came in when, when David got booted. Wait, what's David's the... replacement. Dominic. Now when I look at this picture, Dominic looks like he's about 45. We talked about that. He's 24. <laughs> There's he's no 25. fucking way. He's I agree. not 24. <laughs> they must have fudged the birth certificate in Ireland, because I agree. There's no way Dom's 24. He's, he looks <laughs> he older looks, than me he looks then my than I am now. Yeah, exactly. Right now, exactly right. when that show was filmed. 100% correct. Um, but yeah, LA was, you know, the, uh, there were a lot of breakout stars. Aaron got a lot of publicity cause he had the famous Baywatch shot of him in his red, red swim trunks on the beach without a shirt on. He was typical California boy, had the, the, uh, the, the bleach blonde hair, obviously John, the country singer, you mentioned the fish yeah, out I of mean, water thing. Honestly, he was definitely the fish. The out only of thing I remember that about that is just the true story. Like that's... I said, every time the opening played in this house over the past couple of days. <laughs> Jamie got very annoyed with me. Um, <laughs> that's that's yeah, literally all I remember from season two. Right. Like you told me about the Tammy thing, and then right. she didn't she set her husband's house on fire later? She was like married no, to an NBA player or something. Close. That's that's very. You're confusing a couple of stories, but that's interesting that you thought that. No, she was married to Kenny Anderson, famous basketball player. Kenny Anderson was also married 
to Left Eye from uh, TLC. The TLC. L of TLC. She's the one that says House on Fire. Okay, I thought Tammy did it. <laughs> no, Tammy, that's hilarious that you thought that. D.D. <laughs> uh, Roper was her name. Um, so, yeah. Wait, that's Left Eye's real name? Yes. Wait, Left Eye's the one that died, right? Uh, I don't know. I gotta look that up now. Is she the one on, that wore the big hat? Didn't they all? No, there's like the lady with short hair. Um, there was the uh, the one with long hair, and then there was the one who wore like a hat and I a don't condom remember. on her glasses. I, I don't fight. Yeah. I thought that <laughs> was left eye. Well, the one the one with the condom on her glasses would have been left eye because she always okay. had it on yeah, yeah. covering the left eye. I'm pretty sure she died, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Okay, maybe she did. And now that I'm reading this, I think I think you're wrong again. I think I'm wrong in what I said. I don't think Kenny Anderson's house got burned down at all. It was definitely Left Eye yeah. that burned some shit down. Left Eye died in 2002. Know. Okay. In a car crash while we're doing charity work in Honduras. Interesting. In a car crash? That's a shame. I didn't know that. It's a tragedy. When, when did that happen? 2002. 2002. Man. Tough. Tough stuff. Anyway, all right. I, I can't remember whose house got burned down. But I know it was by Lisa Left Eye Lopez. I'm 100% sure about that. And now it's going to drive me crazy, so I'm just going to look it up. Um, it up. <clears throat> oh, you're she, up. Oh, she was arrested for setting fire to Andre, Andre Risen sneakers in a bathtub, which yeah. ultimately spread to the mansion they shared and destroyed it. That's what it was. Andre Risen, football player. Wrong sport. She claimed that Risen had beaten her after a night out, and she set fire to his shoes to get back at him. But that burning down his house was an accident. Lopez later revealed that she did not have a lot of freedom within the relationship and that Rice and abused her emotionally and physically. She said that she released her frustrations about the relationship on the night of the fire. Oof, that's dark. Isn't Left Eye the one that had uh, sickle cell anemia too? Um, Am I that? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know why this matters. <laughs> Now I'm just confusing all of these people. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't like mention that, so probably doesn't mention not. That? Okay. That's She's born in Philadelphia. West Philadelphia? Uh, Is that where she was raised say. as well? Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that was if if you're if you're a man of a or a woman of a certain age <laughs> and you were able to watch those shows, or specifically if you're like someone like my wife who came in later and you have this perception of the real world. Go to Amazon Prime. You can get the free week of the MTV thing and watch seasons one and two. It'll give you a new perspective on what the show was intended to be originally from Mary Ellis Bunham and um, Jonathan Murray. And you can have a better understanding of how the show should have gone. Um, but obviously, as Todd mentioned, and I agree, it took a turn for the worst and became just a shit show of debauchery and sexualism i guess um by the way i'm looking through this list it's interesting to me they've been to new york multiple times they've been to, to hollywood and, and la a couple times they've been to cancun dc no baltimore show where's the love for baltimore they've been to denver obviously no love for baltimore very disappointing that does not surprise me they even had a saint thomas season i may not i may have not seen that saint thomas season that doesn't sound familiar to me oh no it does never mind i saw that 
Look at silly me thinking I actually missed a season. Like that would ever happen. I even watched uh, the most recent I'm one. I'm trying by to the way. see where if Tammy uh, set anyone's house on fire, but she didn't. This, she did not. Dude, no. How many fucking crazy bitches for basketball wives do you think are setting people's houses on fire? It wasn't what? Tammy. It was Lisa <laughs> Left Eye Lopez. Oh, Lisa Left Eye was on Basketball Wives. No, but she was married to a <laughs> professional athlete. I'm just saying you're not thinking a basketball that... player, though. No, I, a football I player. thought Tammy had something where she set something on fire. No, I think she and Kenny just had their thing and and whatever. Oh, um, she was in a girl like a girl singing group. Maybe that's. Oh yeah, they performed. Oh my god, that probably is such an idiot. They actually performed on one of the final episodes of season two. They performed. Perks performed. Uh, John performed, played some country songs, but it's funny because they were playing like the, I forget what the, what was the name of their group? Like dynasty or intensity or something. It's something stupid um, like that. They didn't sing. They lip synced. And so they were the third act and then Perch went on last. And the first thing Glenn said, he was like, all right guys, you're to hear somebody actually sing. I was like, damn, Glenn taking shots. He wasn't a big fan of Tammy. You can uh, figure all that out if you watch the show. Yourself. I think, it says at first the group was called Reality. It doesn't really reality. say Reality. That's what it is. Oh, they changed the name from Reality to Female. That must have uh, been after the show. They should have hired somebody for a name. <laughs> should have hired a lot of people. We're a group it, it, called Reality. Nope, nope, but, nope. We've renamed ourselves yeah. Female. You're like, well, and the irony there, the coincidence, is that she was then a star on a reality TV show. She didn't even know that, that's what it was called at that point in time. But. Um, I would... I mean, I would suggest the next time they could be singers. <laughs> if you're Maybe. just like yeah, keep reality. keep going down, humans. Anyway, sorry. Carbon life forms. Um, the other thing that I remembered, and you may you must not have because you said you don't remember most of the things from season two, is that Tammy got her jaw, like. It has she a got name for wired it. shut. Or she got her jaw right? wired shut for two weeks so that she would lose weight. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. It was a, it was an optional surgery. They're not surgery. I mean, it was just a little thing. They put bond on two teeth oh on each side. God. Literally put a wire between it. But that's why, so that she wouldn't eat. She could only have liquids. <sighs> but it's so funny because there's for like an episode and a half, they're showing interviews with her, and she's like, "And so the thing that I didn't I, like about I her remember she saying. did that. I. Like when you said it, but I did not remember the, the reasons there for. That was how, the reason. How, however she, stupid they might be. And she's the thing that's stupid about it, she certainly wasn't an overweight woman. I mean, she's like 22. No, no. You know, she, and she's like no six feet tall. Yeah, she was very tall. Well, married a basketball player. Got to be tall. Although Kenny Anderson was a point guard. He's probably six feet himself. I don't think she was actually six feet tall, but she was a tall woman. Um, it doesn't list it in her... Uh, I'm going to see if I can Wikipedia. find out. Okay. Let's find out how tall Tammy Roman is. Because God knows. The, the this says 5'9". That's pretty tall for yeah. a little lady. That's getting up there in the height department. Anyway. Oh, so yeah. So my finishing thought. Go to Amazon Prime. Watch season one and two. If, if anyone can possibly find out how you can watch season three, let us know. Thebropod.org uh, at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. I searched her long name of her string of, I mean, I don't know if she named the groups, but her children's name names are Jazz and Lyric. It's actually, those are kind of cool names for people. Oh, Not great names for bands. But <laughs> no. 
you would like jazz. A little more unique for humans. If it was jazz and barbershop, that'd be the only way you would like it more. <laughs> there's an empty cross. There's an empty... Um, anyway, all right. Uh, so Speaking of the beach, throwback. Uh, that is a throwback to an old beach. Inside story. Good thing to talk about in a podcast. Yeah. Inside so, joke that only you and I... <laughs> actually, maybe Jeff Kugel, wait, he's deceased. He would not... Yeah. I feel uh, like he, he was there. Was it him or was it Salim? Yeah. I feel like Jeff was involved for some reason. Maybe it wasn't at the beach. Anyway. No, it was at the we beach. saw it multiple times. Uh, no, we did not. It was definitely at the beach. It was, so it was either Michael with me or Steven. And I think it was... It was Jeff the, might have come to Jeff the beach Salim. with me. Yeah, I feel like it we did it a Jeff. couple years in a row. It was either Jeff or Slim. I just don't remember what year it was. Are you guys trying to look that up now, too? No, God, no. Okay. I was about to say, you'll never be able to figure that out. There might be some pictures somewhere. Actually, still, I wouldn't even know. I know there's a picture of us playing Monopoly on that table, the four of us. Um, but that I still wouldn't know if that was the year we watched the Empty Cross, Empty Tube thing. Well, I think Steven was there when we did the Empty Cross. Anyway, inside joke discussion over. All right, we're going to end the show with something that I was... I stumbled across a couple weeks ago. I just watched one video. Wait, have you I, only watched one? No, I've watched. I, I only watched the one a couple weeks ago when I first saw it. And no. for some reason, it popped up on my random generator of YouTube content I should be consuming today. I ended up watching like five in a row. Ugh. It's called Badlands Chugs. It's Eric Badlands Booker, which I only know that because he's done the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog July 4th hot dog eating contest every year for the past 10, 12 years. And so I've I've known who he is, but I didn't know he had this YouTube channel. Now he has he has almost two million subscribers, which is incredible. I don't know which ones you were able to watch. I watched three videos today. I watched him drinking okay. um, uh, Gatorade fruit punch. Saw that one. Hot habanero tostito Good salsa. Lord. Did not watch that one. Don't recommend it. I wouldn't. And. <laughs> Four liters of Mountain Dew. He drank two six packs in like thirty-eight seconds. Did he do it? Did he do it out of the bottle, or did he pour it in the? the He poured. He poured it into two boots. He likes to drink out of a glass. A glass boot, maybe plastic boot thing, which he said holds two liters, and he drank two of those. Yeah. So I'm do the math. I got four liters out of that again in thirty-eight seconds. Now he was drinking the little. uh, um, the Gatorade, Gatorade bottles, which I think they yeah. said were twelve ounces. It took him about three seconds to drink a bottle. He couldn't. I, he, <laughs> he was not going at a rate. He was opening them, which I'm like, dude, you're slowing yourself down. Also, yeah. he said they were fridge cold, and he was getting. So they like hurt a, his head. A, a, I saw a that. Yeah, freeze. Uh, what's it called? A, a head freeze. A head freeze. Yeah. Head freeze. Drinking it, but <laughs> I looked at the clock. I was like, how fucking fast does he drink this? He just basically just turned it upside down, and it was gone. So. <laughs> So, first of all, the Gatorade one is the one that popped up. That's literally the one that popped up in my queue today. So, I did watch that one. I also watched him drink um, 12-ounce bottles of Coke Zero. I saw that one I, listed. I did not watch it. I was very interested to see that one. The, the amount... I, I, so, I, I wanted to talk about this because you have talked on this show before about how you can chug a cold Diet Coke. Like, there's nothing better in the world to you than a cold Diet Coke. I, I don't know if I said chug. I can't really... Like, I can't drink fast if a drink is in front of me i will consume it fair point but i don't drink it all in one swig i I I think that was that quickly but yeah that was the comment you made is how can people like milk a 
a can of soda for like an hour. You were like, I just don't understand that. If yes, that guy me, does not have that problem. No, 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 no. He's the exact opposite of that. <laughs> like so he, if, if he drinks it in three seconds, it probably takes me like 30 maybe. Sure. If sure. I'm getting out, if I'm getting after it, I could probably do it in 15. Of course. I, yeah, I certainly I mean, don't think I drink it in three. Well, but more to the point, and yeah, it was, he, I think it was that Gatorade one. He said not only, it may have been the Coke Zero one, but he said not only did I have a headache, but his stomach was too cold. Like he was like, my, my <laughs> yeah, belly getting is getting cold in my stomach. I'm like, yeah. you're drinking it like too fast, down. buddy. If you can feel the temperature of your beverage in your stomach. So I think for that one, he had, he drank like 13 of them. Yeah, 13, I, 12 I, ounces. But I swear he drank the first eight or nine, like in the first 70 seconds. Like yeah, he if really he had kept up down. the same pace that he had in the beginning, he definitely could have down like 50. So, <laughs> again, this is a this is, this is a 400 plus pound yeah, black not, man. Not a Very, very fellow. large guy. No. But as a, everyone I've watched, I'm like, the amount of sugar and calories that he is putting in his body right now is just terrifying to me. Yeah, like, I was thinking that too, like 13 12-ounce Gatorades, like, dear God. I mean, 12-ounce Gatorade probably has like... 45 grams of sugar? It's got to be over 500 grams of sugar, easily, that I'll he's downing if he's doing that. Maybe over 600. Um, but yeah, it's it's impressive to watch, though. The man has an ability. It's funny, too, because he doesn't do that well at the hot dog eating contest. He'll eat like 15, maybe 20 dogs. The world record's now over 70. So he's nowhere near the top of the list at the hot dog eating. Oh, I was going to ask liquids. you like how I was going to ask you how much, how many, like how he did in the hot dog thing. Cause I yeah, watched that. Not well. He's never like in the top. I mean, Joey Chestnut's ruled it for the past decade, but, um, but the liquid thing, he just, I don't know. I think he just has an ability to just yeah, open his. Says there's, there's only 80 calories on a 12 ounce Gatorade. But how many grams of sugar? Um, that's what I was talking about. Calories. It says 21 grams of sugar, so 21 okay. times 13. Calories is not his concern. Really, you're typing that in? Two about 300. I don't know. It's, just, <clears throat> it's definitely a lot of carbs, which yeah. is basically the same amount. Huge amount of carbs. But but again, going back to the, the again, can of soda thing. You're doing that in three minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a week's worth. A thousand carbs in three minutes is not a great idea. <laughs> Not good, not good. Um, but going back calories. to the, the the can thing, so he did he did ten and a half, basically ten and a half cans of Coke Zero in three minutes as well. I just like the carbonation has a bite to it. I just don't understand how you can keep going. And like he was occasionally like, you know, like he was definitely like seizing up, like oh this hurts, and he was belching like there was no tomorrow. Well, he well drank twelve of those twelve cans of Mountain Dew, like I said, in thirty eight seconds. It's insane. He just drank it like, like he yeah. was just pouring water on the that. floor. Just went down his gullet, though. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's wildly entertaining. He does. He does a don't, lot of. Don't watch the salsa one. That one was a little, because he, he's like, I'm gonna add Did a little water because it's too thick to go down. He's like, as if you know oh. anything about hot salsa, it was habanero, Tostitos salsa, which maybe oh it's not God. the hottest, but probably pretty hot. Hotter than average, yeah. Hotter than yeah, the regular salsa. So he added like half a bottle of water on the top. I don't know why, but he was he was putting it in the boot and sort of I was skipping ahead because I was like, I can't watch this. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> to watch. He was, yeah, he was chugging it and then he'd like take a break and like chew it to swallow it. I was like, oh, my mm. God, 
why? Why would you do that? He's like, can't all go hot. down with us. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I just so the one <laughs> kind of along the same lines. The one other one that I just remember that I watched is he did a. It's basically the McDonald's challenge. There's a character in Grand Theft Auto that orders like all this stuff for McDonald's. And so, or from a, it's not McDonald's, but from a, a local fast food joint. <laughs> McMurder. Yeah, McMurder, exactly. Something like that. And so he tried to recreate it and he, they, they show him, you know, the video starts out, he pulls up in the drive-thru and he's like, I want two number nines. I want a number nine large. I want a number seven. I want, like he got all these combos. So he ends up with five drinks, like three chicken sandwiches, two burgers, several fries, and he eats it all. It takes him like 30 minutes, so it's, there's a lot of editing, a lot of speeding up, but as I'm watching this, and knowing what McDonald's, like just a double cheeseburger combo at McDonald's does to my bowels, I'm like, <laughs> I cannot fucking imagine the shit this guy must take after eating essentially five combos at the same in the same sitting. I mean, as McDonald's. you mentioned, he's a heavy guy, so him dropping 10 pounds on his shit is not going to make a huge difference make a wor- in his no. overall weight, but... Yeah, he said that. He's like, I'm going to be hurting tonight when he was downing all the That's what uh, I was thinking when you said habanero. I was like, fire shits all night long, dude. Why? Miserable. He he must make pretty good money because I think there were like 2 million views. Yeah, he has has almost 2 million subscribers. And he puts out basically a video a week. And he has a job with Major League. in like four years, I feel like. That cannot be healthy. I've been watching the hot dog eating contest since like 06, 07. He's exactly the same. Like he hasn't grown, shockingly. Like he's been a big, unhealthy dude for a very long time. And I know, but like his body no, I know. is going to shut down soon. And I, I mean, I'd be curious to hear if he was like, which is another reason I was imagining or, you know, questioning the carbs. I was like, he's got to be diabetic at this point. Oh, 100%. A man of that size, eating all that stuff, drinking all that stuff. Let's go through a pen of insulin a day. Downing 13 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, Badlands Chugs is the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll put that along with Jump Rope Dudes as uh, the sponsor for today's podcast. Go check yeah, them out. According subscribe. to uh, Google, he weighs 400 pounds even. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they always, when they introduce the competitors, they always say. Oh, they mentioned this pounds? weight. Yeah, they always say that. But he definitely... Eh, like you said, that could change based on what time of day it is. He could be three ninety, he could be four twenty, just what he's what he's eaten recently. So I don't know. He's an interesting. He seems like a cool guy. Like he seems like he's yeah, a cool yeah. Guy to that's hang out with. that's what I mean. He seems like a nice guy. I I I'm worried about him. <laughs> his his uh, consumption. Oh, he's six five. Jesus. Yeah, he's a giant. He's a giant dude. That doesn't. That still doesn't make it right or justified. No, no, no. <laughs> The things he's eating. Oh, he's 6'5". Uh, he's eating 49 glazed donuts in eight minutes. Nice. Oh, it's making me sick just thinking about it. 49. So four dozen donuts. In eight minutes. I'm not sure I could eat. I'm not, I'm not sure I could eat four dozen donuts in a week. No. I love donuts. Uh, in a week, I could. Eh, I don't like eating more than like that's what, four that's, or five exactly. at a time. Yeah, because I get sick of it. And yeah. You have to have that for every meal. It'd still be uh, four or five days. He has, I don't, I don't know if these are records. It lists them as his accomplishment. Probably. Nine and a half one-pound bowls of peas. <laughs> Not sure why you do that. Because he can, he can drink it. Can four and three eighths Entman's pumpkin pies in twelve minutes. Okay. Uh, Sounds like a lot. 
16 and a half cannoli in six minutes. Hmm. Oh, two pounds chocolate candy bars, six minutes. I don't really know. Like, two pounds is not a, a quantity that means <laughs> much to me. That's something I'm familiar with. I mean, I know that's a lot, but I don't, like I can't right. picture how much two pounds is. Like in Hershey bars, what's a Hershey bar weigh? Who knows? Um, well, here I have a bag of I have a bag of candy cane Hershey's Kisses with me here, and the net weight is ten ounces. So two pounds would be what thirty two ounces. So three of those bags actually that doesn't sound like that much. But candy bars, I don't know who the hell knows. I'm sure it's a lot. Let's put it that way. And then if you, I'm assuming you're looking at the same list I am. 15 burritos from Qdoba. I'm more of a Chipotle guy myself, but like it's sometimes hard for me to finish a Chipotle burrito. Yeah. I can't imagine eight eating minutes. 15 in oh eight minutes. God. 30 seconds on each one of those. I think Qdoba's might be a little thinner. They got to be. There's no fucking They're a little smaller. And they're tasty. 15. I love it. You couldn't I eat 15 Qdoba, Chipotle burritos in eight minutes. You would literally explode. I couldn't eat 15 soft tacos from Taco Bell in eight minutes. And those are considerably smaller. But, yeah, man, that's crazy. I'm looking at these other records. I don't even know what some of these things are. What is a hamantashen? What is that? No idea. Cookie it's a pastry? Jewish triangular a Jewish filled cookie. pocket yeah. cookie. There you go. It's a Purim cookie. Should have known. 50 of those. It's weird that's because <laughs> some of these it's like, oh, that's a lot. And then you're like, oh, he did it very, very quickly. Like the time and the quantities, like, Right. Like the Haman, Hamantaschen in six minutes. Did they set a time limit of six minutes or did he have to get to 50? I mean, generally the way these things work, same with the hot dog eating contest, is it's 10 minutes. It's as much as you can eat in 10 minutes. But why so are assuming, some, like, some of these are one minute, 58 seconds. Some are yeah, six minutes, hash, some are eight minutes. It's just a variety. It's weird. They like to keep it, keep it open. God, this is making me feel sick in my stomach just reading all the shit that he ate. Ugh. How about the eight and a half ounces of raw onions in Ugh. one minute? <laughs> in one minute? Jesus. Oh, that's three onions in one minute. That's... I, are they chopped? I, mean, I can't. You just, I don't, it says raw onions. That's a lot of chewing. That is a lot, a lot of disgusting chewing. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't mind raw onions, but I'm not eating three of them. Ever. I do mind raw onions, and I'm never eating three of them. I'm never eating <laughs> half of them. Got to be kidding me. And the crazy thing about it, and it mentions it here in his Wikipedia, is he started his YouTube channel like two years ago, and he has almost two million subscribers. It's because he does crazy shit. That's entertaining to people, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, Eric Badlands Booker, Badlands Chugs is the name of the YouTube channel. Check it out. It's very, very entertaining. <laughs> Don't watch the habanero salsa one. No, I mean, you can watch it. I. I suggest if you have the YouTube app on your phone, you can uh, double tap to skip ahead yeah, 10, the 10 or 15 skip. seconds. It's yep. a good thing for things like this because I don't need to see every no. slurp of habanero <laughs> salsa. I just need to, I want to hit just some, just skip ahead if I need to. And then uh, I can skip a slurp. I think that mm-hmm. one, he actually, he times the ad placement really well. There's an ad in the beginning. He loads up the boot and he's like getting ready to start. Another ad. So you got you to sit there yeah. too to really get to the the money shot of him chugging salsa. Well, and, and in the recent videos, like he has a legit sponsorship with Manscaped, that the, the hair care trimming product. Yeah. So 
I mean, you got two million, two million subscribers, I guess. And clearly, there's not a single woman in the world watching this, so they know who they're. <laughs> Their target yes. audience. <laughs> no, I mean, I think most people, and it's it's at least questionable if you want to watch it. But yeah, hundred percent. Find it somewhat entertaining. All right, I'm um, not going to smash that subscribe button personally. Smash that subscribe. You know what? It's funny. I almost did, but I didn't <laughs> either. Because I was like, I've watched four videos. It'll come up in my feed again at some point. So if I really want to watch it i can but yeah I don't how, think how many feeds do you, are you subscribed to because i'm not that many but i've been i've been delving more into the youtube world lately um so according to this if i go to my main page i have one two three four five six seven and then it says show 42 more so i guess 49 where do you, how do you know how many you have i just i just go to my main page and on the left there's subscriptions and it lists my top seven and then it there's a thing, something I can click on that says show 42 more. Or you can just go to subscriptions on YouTube. I'm sure it might give you an actual. It doesn't, doesn't tell me, though. Oh, go to manage, maybe? And it's not that matter. It doesn't matter that much. This says, yeah. oh, I have the list and then show 13 more. So I probably have about 20. So you have 20. Subscribe yeah, you have 20. Because there's seven in the show. So there you go. But now, to be fair, I'd say, let's say I have 50. I'd say at least 15 of them, maybe 20 either don't put out content like at all, or I never watch. Like there's really only a handful, maybe eight to 10 that I, you know, consistently, like I'm looking forward to watching the video. when, when Yeah. It's yeah. Put out. I'd say I'm looking forward to about four or five of these. Some of them are a- produce other content that I'm like, Oh, I like that. I'll just smash that subscribe button on their YouTube channel to help their numbers, sure. but I'm probably not going to watch it. Sure. I think there's no problem with that because YouTube's good about if you have a long list of your subscriptions, it'll it'll filter the things down to the bottom and they're making no content or that you never watch. Yeah, so. apparently I subscribe to something called KidZoo. <laughs> I think maybe my children Perhaps your daughters may like have uh, made that. Yeah. Barney videos or something. That looks terrible. You sure that's not you? I'm pretty sure, although it has 480,000 subscribers. There you go. I think it may be a repackaging of children's shows, so right. my kids probably subscribed to it and just watched like hours of Peppa Pig compilations Smart. or something. Smart. That's what I would guess. Smart to have a channel like that, I mean, may as well. Yeah, anyway, all right. Illegal, but... Enough free pub for YouTube. We're going to call it a pod there. We're 75 minutes in. Standard length. Actually a little short. Um... So yeah, thanks for everybody listening. I don't know what I don't I don't know what to say. I thought I had something <laughs> to say, but I didn't. thanks everyone for listening. Go to Amazon Prime. Check out the Real World seasons one and two if you haven't already seen them, or if you have. True story. The Seven Strangers picked living hell. Breath. Um, <laughs> check that out. It's very entertaining. Jump rope dudes, Badlands chugs on YouTube, and uh, let's all wish Todd well in his intermittent fasting steady. No movement on his four-pound loss. Let's hope that that continues. Yeah, yeah. And And he's getting healthy. Also, wish me good health on my toe because it's really bothering me. No. I'm not going to wish good health on your fucking toe. (laughs) Do you you have any way to make bruises heal faster? Yeah, ice. Oh, that's probably a good idea. Jesus Christ. So you tape them together, but you have an ice? It's a toe. It really hurts. You didn't break like a, a, a femur or something. Just put some ice on it. You'll be fine. All right. Oh, dear Even Lord. if, if we're broken, other... it's just going to like grow back together eventually, right? 
Yes, it'll be fine. They won't do anything. I guess they could no. reset it if it were funky, but it seems to be they in good shape. I'm assuming you're walking around fine. Probably it's not sticking like through. Bitch, but... Yeah, I'm limping, okay. but it hurts, man. So, <laughs> all right, good. Um, so let's all wish Todd well on his toe. And if you have any first aid tips, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Yeah, send us, us your toe, toe recovery tips. Um, oh I'd God. love to hear them. Unbelievable. What a way to end the show. Anyway. <laughs> Hope everyone's having a good summer as we're almost midway through. So thanks as always for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace.